and welcome back, everybody, to another welcome. episode of Ghost Stories Told from the South. I am your co-host, Lexi. And I am your host, Stephen Lebooth. We got some scary, scary stories for you today, boys and girls. I hope you're ready to be spooky pooky the food. Yes, yes, we do. And I really, really hope that you guys' Thanksgiving was really good, and I hope it went well. And also, it's the first week of November, and it's our 31st episode. It's crazy. Did it's you mean the crazy. first week of December? That's what I said. Oh, I thought you said November. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. I said it's the last week of November and the first week of December. Oh, yeah. I'm a retard. I don't listen for nothing. Um, and this month, we have Stephanie's birthday. Yes. She'll be 11 years old. Yeah. Jackson's a Halloween baby. <laughs> yeah. I'm a... Like, back-to-school baby. Yeah. I was born around that time. I'm a winner, baby. <laughs> and I, I will we not a winner, I guess. Like, spring. Spring. In March. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I, you know how we do our intros. We do them nice and short, and then we just go in. All right. Well, I'm going to get started this time. Um, Give me, like, one second. Um, I'm going to start with uh, a place in Georgia. So if you're from Georgia. Georgia, we do have listeners in Georgia, and thank you very much. Yes, thank you a lot. Okay, so this place is the Heritage Hall in Madison, Georgia. Again, good old Georgia. So this place was built in 1811, and then it's a private residence through, and it was a private residence through its history until 1977. So that's like all the history I found on it, but. I got some pretty good ghosty stuff. So, the most famous ghost there is Virginia um, Nobit, who died in the master bedroom in 1851 while giving childbirth. Ooh, that sucks. And that was way back in 1851. So, like, that, it tells you the place has been there a minute. Um, on the fireplace, there's a mark that resembles a woman holding a baby. So, I guess it's like her mark. Um, and then many see her spirit and they feel her. Um, there was a young man who was visiting the house and he heard a young woman speak to him, but there was no one there. And then people can see her sometimes laying on the beds and a ghost room. There's a, a it's her room, I guess they call it the ghost room. It's Most ghost of the room. employees, like they won't go in. They're afraid of it. And if, uh, they go in there, like, they hear, like, baby crying and stuff like that, and, like, they'll flee because they know it's, like, the dead baby. Yeah, gross. So, like, yeah. And then, apparently, it's a paranormal hotspot. Like, not, I mean, it's a paranormal hotspot for, like, the investigators to go and stuff like that. Yeah. Who are, like, all into all that stuff. So, yeah. That's crazy. That one was short, but it's okay because. That's blooming crazy, I <laughs> tell you, right there. Yeah. All right, now you can go next. All righty, well, <coughs> I didn't realize Deadwood had so much history. I knew it was pretty historic, but I didn't know how much until I really started digging into it. So this episode and the next episode is going to be um, some stories from Deadwood at first. So... So my first couple stories are from uh, hotels and saloons and stuff in Deadwood. All right. All right. So Deadwood was uh, born in 1876 when the Black Hills Gold Rush happened, bringing in all kinds of people to the South Dakota area. 
some people, uh, uh, some uh, people from all over was flooding in to get rich quick. But these people only brought murder and mayhem in the last Wild West town. Yeah, it had the reputation as being the, one of the one of the uh, last Wild West towns in the <coughs> you know around. Wow. And yeah, because they didn't have a sheriff at first or nothing either. Oh yeah. It's yeah. kind of like defend for yourselves until they finally got a sheriff. But these people only brought murder. Okay, I said that. Okay, uh, some some uh, famous people were there. Wild Bill Hickok lived and died there in a saloon. He got shot in the back. Damn. Yeah. And then the, this town, had the, it survived small po- a smallpox epic, three major fires, and other events that within the uh, other events within the town that led to uh, it uh, basically being abandoned and uh, turned into a ghost town. And it's crazy because if you see the pictures of it, it's still like a functioning town. When they show you pictures of downtown, it's considered a historical marker. Oh, wow. Yeah, but it just kind of... It was one of them gold rush towns. You know, one of them last black gold rush towns. And it got big when the gold was hitting. But once it kind of died out, it took the town down with it. Mm, it's really pretty, though. Yeah. It's kind of cool it got preserved and stayed like that. People did actually stay. Oh, wow. Stay in the town. <laughs> On December 1877... Uh, the Lone Star Building on the Lower Main Street was the site of a, a grisly murder-suicide. Kitty Laurie, a uh, popular dancer and poker dealer and prostitute, was shot by her jealous her jealous husband Samuel Samuel Curley, who then killed himself. Okay, here's what is stupid. Why are you married to a girl or even being with a woman that? Is a prostitute for a living. And then get jealous. Yeah. You knew what she was doing when you got with her. That's how she brings in money. Like, it's one thing to be married to them, but, like, if you are, then you know they're on a work. Yeah, you you know they are. You can't be mad if you know and put up with it. And then, I mean, I can die. I don't feel sorry for the guy. He knew what he was getting into. Well, he, uh, of course, shot her, then himself. And then uh, in uh, January 1878, the first reports of the hauntings in the building reports reported of a woman and a man that was uh, haunting the hallway, haunting the hotel. They'd see images of a woman or a man. And sometimes I think they said the uh, woman that got shot, hmm. she'd be sitting there at the foot of the bed when okay. they were sleeping. Yeah. That'd always be great. I just always want to wake up to a ghost just staring just, at me. Yeah, just staring. Hanging and out. then... <laughs> Another building is the uh, Bullock. Yeah, the Bullock Hotel. And where did she go? Yeah, right there. And it's kind of cool, though, because these buildings are all kind of kept the same like they was, really. I mean, really they're nice modernized thing. with modern electricity, but it, it's pretty nice. The old, Has, old like, little the town. Old, like, out exterior. Yeah. In the uh, Bullock Hotel, you get reports of cigar smoke. They say it is the old sheriff, Mr. Smith Bullock. And Bullock is the one who built the uh, Bullock Hotel. He was the first sheriff, too. His operation, 
His apparition sometimes appears in photos in the hotel, in the uh, like the lobby and stuff, and wherever, and going down the hallway. You'll be looking. You'll sometimes his apparition will show up in a picture. And okay, you're like, that's what? Kind of that wasn't there a minute ago. You'll be like, what is that? Yeah. And then there's clan or oh yeah, back up. The report. Oh yeah, and then there's uh, reports of the kids roaming the hall, roaming the hotel. <laughs> and playing around because it's children that died there because they was uh they was uh living there during a uh car uh carlo carlo carly carly kalia kalia outbreak a kalia 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 uh, something more is uh, i don't know kalia outbreak anyways <laughs> these people were staying there when there was a sickness that broke out and these uh, kids died there and of course their spirits are haunting the place. Then in room two, 211, uh, get, uh, guests see a woman hanging there and it's claims of a woman. Uh, and there have been, there is a claim that a woman did hang herself in the room and people will wake up to see her hanging like right between the, uh, usually the bedroom and the, Sorry, the living <laughs> the living room quarters. I don't know what I'd do if I woke up and saw that. I'd shit my pants, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I probably would too. I'd be like Ah I'd be like Gargamel when he screamed like that girl. That'd be me. <laughs> and then we have the Adams house and uh WWE Adams in nineteen twenty five lost his wife, his daughter, and his infant granddaughter within forty eight hours. Dang. Yeah, some kind of sickness was spreading back then. They didn't say exactly what, but a sickness got him. Well, he later remarried to a young, to a much younger woman, and then uh, he died in 1934. And his wife, after he died, tried to live there after she after he died, and she locked the house up and never sold it to gave it to anybody. And she and people was like, "How come you never want to sell that house?" She said, "It's too haunted for people to live there." Uh, yeah. And I guess when she died, one of her, fa I guess her family or kids sold it. And people that live there now say they receive reports of, uh, of course, the Adams guy who uh, owned the house for so long. And they see apparitions of him and sometimes apparitions of the woman that lived there. Wow. Yeah. It's not haunted. Just buy it. It's okay. Yeah, it'll be fine. So yeah, that's that's, uh, that's on them too. And then I'll have more uh, stuff next. I'll have two or three stories from Deadwood next time. All right. Well, thank you, Dan. <laughs> <clears throat> Mine's a shorty, but you know what? It's fine because it's still a cool little place that is could be fun to go visit. Yeah, All right. yeah, yeah. So mine is going to be over the Bhutan Inn in Ohio. So... If I'm not pronouncing this right, you guys know that I cannot talk. So, all right. So this place was established in 1812, and it has been restored to its full extent. And you know when something bad happens, it's because it was restored. So. It starts stirring the old boogie-wooglies up. You know what we mean? We've told y'all now. Yep. All right. But I can't blame them. If I got a house, I don't want to do stuff to it. Yeah. I don't believe it either. So I was running. 
Okay, so over the years, um, there's been reported several strange events as, like, uh, orbs and photos and guests hear footsteps or coins spilling on the floor. And, like, they turn around and no one's there. Um, There's a lady in blue, and apparently her name is Ethel. Ooh, lady in blue. You don't hear that much, you know. Normally it's lady in white. white. Yeah. Anyway, and her name is apparently Ethel Houston Bonnie, and she was, I guess, a formal... A former opera singer star, and she's the um, inn's most popular ghost. Well, well, isn't she just special? And then there's Mayor Buxton, and he actually formed the inn, and that started in 1865 and ended. Or he like when he stopped with his like, you know, like whenever he stopped working with the inn, he ended up he that ended in 1905. 1905, it got ended with some bloody something. I don't know, but it was something. Weirdo. And then they say that the room 7 and 9 in the main house are the haunted ones. It never did really say, like, what they do or anything, but they said, like, against your will, go in 7 and (laughs) 8. And you'll see. What's your next story, Daddy? The Devil's Clutch. The Devil's Clutch. All right. Well, tell us about it. It is in South Dakota. Garris uh, Creston. Yeah, South Dakota Creston. The Devil's Clutch is full of hiking trails. That's what it's best known for. But it has a fantastic legend surrounding this area. There is some spots of the river, they say, that flows through it that is bottomless. Some people have dropped like a... Tried to drop a weight down there with 600 foot of line and never hit the bottom, they say. Oh, wow. Other legends in the 1800s are some of the outlaws and Native Americans kidnapped a a young woman and took her her and kidnapped her and tortured her. And then the uh, woman and the people that came to rescue her, they all got wounded when they was leaving and fleeing when they rescued her. Mm-hmm. And they didn't make it. They died from their wounds. So they say their spirits... Uh, still linger. Yeah, still linger and haunt the place. Wow. That's sad. Yeah. I mean, like they said, too, it's a bad place for the bandits to hang out and all that. It's a place to hang out away from the law if he was on the run. You could go rob a bank and lay low there for about a month, and you'd kind of be forgotten about, and then go back into society. Yeah. Hangouts like that used to be all over. Yeah, not so much now. <laughs> yeah. All right, is that Can't hide anymore. Yeah, that's it for that story. All right, okay, so now I'm going to do the Punderson Manor in Ohio. All right. Let me just write down Cleveland, Ohio, Ohio, or just regular Ohio? Uh, it didn't really say where. It just said in Ohio. So, if you guys know when you're from Ohio, then tell us. <laughs> All right, so this place was opened in 1887 by James E. Wales. Um, somebody else um, had built the original main house, and that had stand that stood where it is now or whatever and it stood in that land until 1907 or 1904 and then um it ran until the 1920s 
and then a millionaire brought the property and began construction in 1925 but he lost his fortune due to the great depression and it never got it didn't ever get finished hmm. for like the longest time well then the manor got reverted back to the state of ohio and then they finished the construction and it got finished in 1956 there was eight rooms today it has 31 rooms so they've done some serious renovation on it um they have unexplained occurrences such as doors open and close on their own faucets turn off and on by their own objects will just like casually fly across the room there's like a bunch of laughter <laughs> there's a bunch of cold spots that would be amazing and then some people have said that like especially like in the main suite like i guess like the the main suite um they've seen a lumberjack hanging from the ceiling like by its neck and it will dangle there until morning oh my gosh yeah that would that would traumatize me yeah so bad I read that and I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, that's what What'd you creepy. say? Say that again, please, sir. Yeah, I was like, um, okay, <laughs> because that's normal. All right, what's your next one, Papa? Olegesitos. Let's see what we got here. Here are some images of this creepy freaking place. <laughs> I think I'd just go here to images. Probably better. I've told. I always tell him to go to images. Here he we go. You just shut your face. I'm new at this. I know. I can't help it. I'm just a youngster. All right. Cool. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, that place is way out there in the sticks. All right. Come on, talk about it. You're like, All right. Come on now, talk about it now. Come on. The Cinca, going to be talking about the Cinca Hollow in South Dakota. It's a state park. The Native Americans named the area that, which means evil or bad, because the Indians tell many stories of the area, of, you know, different legends and creatures and stuff. <clears throat> they say this is why the water is red. That's why the water is red and the water that comes out of the uh, spring in the in the hollow is cursed. That land's cursed. That's why they say it's red. But mm. something about the uh, uh, oh the rocks because it's a it's a uh, spring, so it mm. comes from the ground. Something about the uh, materials or something in the uh, rock or something they say. There's a oh, scientific okay. explanation for it, too. You know, but the Indians swear, you know, it was cursed land. That's why the water was red. Oh, because of the minerals in the rocks. That's why. Oh, oh. And okay. when it goes through the rocks, the minerals from the, you know. <clears throat> but anyways. Well, then, uh, after, uh, more, after more stories started moving in, I mean, more settlers started moving into the area. There was a uh, more and more stories about the uh, beast they say that was uh, roaming around in the woods. In the uh, 1970s, people started disappearing in Sinka, in the Sinka Hala, and a big search party was formed to uh, look for the people missing. Some parties of the Hollow 
some parts of the hollow well, has a quicksand and because of the numerous springs. <clears throat> well, that's the only thing that can figure is what happened to some of the people that went missing because the search party couldn't find them. So that's like the only thing maybe they could figure. Maybe the quicksand got them. I mean, it kind of makes sense, but you know, I mean. Yeah, but, yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's one of them things, you know, what's, what's, you don't know what the truth is. And it's not saying anyone's hiding something. You just literally don't know. There's not enough evidence to support it this way or that way. But it's yeah. still a good old creepy story to tell. Yeah, well, then yes, you is. can hear, um, you can. there's a reports of footprints, lights, and voices off in the distance. And uh, that's why it's a state park, too, because it was a cursed land and nobody really ever bought it. Never, any time anyone tried to move on the land or do something there, they just, it didn't ever work out in their favor. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, <laughs> yeah, issues with it, no wonder. Yeah. That's creepy. All right, yeah. well, I don't know what's wrong with me today. I keep on yawning. Okay. I know what's wrong with you. We've been kicking our butts today. Yeah, um, we had to get up and start working about what? Uh, eight, nine, 8, 30, 9 o'clock yeah. this morning doing research. It's okay, though. We love it. All yes. Right. So this is going to be Hotel Lafayette Hotel Lafayette. Ohio. All right. So this place, um, it's right across from a river. Like, it's literally, like, right on the water. And it's Ohio's most haunted hotel, apparently. And this place dates back to the 1980, 1918s. Um, it's rumored to be haunted by its former owner. Mm, All right. That's always so, fun. At the third floor is a paranormal activity floor. Um, missing items go missing. Like items go missing. Suitcases have been like turned over, and their clothes have been thrown everywhere. Empty shampoo bottle, like shampoo bottle and conditioners, have been emptied like all over the room. That's crazy. Um, some employees refuse to go to the third floor. Um, like, they refuse to go up there. Shadows, like... It's got to be pretty bad when people are like, Nope, I'm not going, I'm not going. Yeah. You see shadows, like, in every room, like, everywhere. You can, there, you can hear and see, like, women crying. And people, like, disappear. Like, you think it's a person, it's a ghost, and it disappears, and it vanishes. Well, apparently, uh, this place has Native American significance. It, um... And then it has spiritual significance, like, on rivers, too. So, like, it wasn't, at one point, it was something oh, that had to do with them. Um, and then a lot of the employees feel watched all the time. <laughs> so, He's watching me. Yeah. So they feel very, very weird while they're trying to do stuff. You always feel like someone's watching you. And I hate that feeling, too. Oh, I can't But it, it's it. just like here. It's like me and my daughter talked. It's not a bad feeling. It's like when you're here alone, you don't really feel like you're alone. Mm -mm. You don't feel like someone's watching you. You just feel something else. You just else. like feel something else here, but you don't feel threatened by it or anything. No, you just know you're not alone. That's pretty much yeah. it. But, all right. Well, um, I'm going to go on to my next story. Okay, so this is the Baltimore Hotel in North Carolina. All right, so this place was constructed between... construction. Constructed. 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 Say that three times fast. No. Do it, do it, do it. It was constructed from 1889 to 1895 by William Henry Vanderbilt II. In the early 20s, 
Um, he was accompanied by his mother to visit um, an aesthetic, and he fell in love with the area, and then he wanted to buy, a, like, build a summer home and stuff. Well, that summer home ended up becoming a place where he lived with his wife and his daughter, um, and then he died in 1914. So, and he died in the house, <laughs> which is now a hotel. But um, this hotel is one thousand seven hundred and eight nine hundred twenty six square feet. Smookly, mookly, that's a big old uh, house, eh? Yeah, they said it compares to about four acres. Wow. Um, and paranormal experiences include apparitions, cold spots, sensations of being pushed. Um, strange smells, you know, kind of like normal, <laughs> what you expect. Yeah. Um, the staircase is also a common ghost spot. Where you mm. spot a lot of the ghosties. That's always just grand to hear. Um, I guess one of the ghosts is Vanderbilt himself, and that's one of his favorite rooms is the library. Um, you can see him, like, walking across all over the library and like admiring the books sometimes or browsing for a book um or like sitting down quietly relaxing or reading sometimes it's really creepy um and in the basement of the mansion a lot of servant and not servants <laughs> i don't know why i saw it because i was reading ahead oh. um a lot of um employees refuse to go to the basement down there there's a servant's quarter a kitchen a gym and a pool but there's a lot of cigar smoke down there, and no one, like, that's not allowed anymore, like, in the building. And uh, there's an orange cat, a headless orange cat that runs down there. Orange kitty. See, that's another thing. I hear that uh, animals can sometimes uh, come back and haunt, too. And I believe that, man, because there's sometimes, you know, like after... Um, we've had animals pass that's been here. For a couple of days, I think sometimes her spirit hangs around us. Like when after Teddy passed away. Oh, yeah. Every now and then, you'd ask Lex to be back here doing uh, work for the podcast, and you'd see at the corner of your eye every now and then something in front of the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty sad. But, I mean, if humans can stick around, why can't ghosts? All right. I'm going to talk about one more thing before we We're going to talk about... Talk. <laughs> I'm going to talk about one more thing before we talk to you guys about everything. Wild werewolves, guys. No, we're it's not. It's werewolf season. There's been two moons <coughs> back to back in October. We had two harvest moons, guys. That means the year of the werewolf, and it's not done yet. I'm serious. That's not what we're going to Grab be talking about. your silver about. bullets and stock up. Okay. Werewolves, they're coming for you. Okay, Jackson Jr. Wolf Nados. Oh my God, no. that's a good show. No. Wolf Nados. Oh gosh. Anyway, so we're going to be talking about. Okay, I don't want to say talking about. We're going to be talking. Oh, I mean talking about. It's not about all of them, and per se, it's about one little one. Um, we're going to talk one. about a certain Dybbuk box. I don't want to say Dybbuk boxes because we're not going to be talking about all of them because we'd be here forever. Um, we're talking about one of them that was used as a wine cabinet at one point and then a storage area and then like, yeah. So it's been a lot of things, but it's a Dybbuk box per se. So. And y'all take them Dybbuk boxes seriously, just like a freaking Ouija board. 
Yes. Yes. Please do that. Yeah. All right. So basically, I'm going to explain to you what a Dybbuk box is real quick. So in Jewish mythology, a Dybbuk or like it's spelled two different ways. So we can look that up. I don't really want to spell it out because I'm, I, get, I can't talk. So anyway, a Dybbuk is a malicious, um, uh, evil uh, spirit. And it's believed to uh, be the lost soul of a dead person. So it's trapped in this box, okay? And it's trapped there until someone opens it and messes with it and lets it go. And 99.9% .9 of the time, they're evil. They're not nice. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, so the box. Um, an item originally was put up for sale, and the item was a wine cabinet, a Dybbuk box wine cabinet. All right, so this item was originally put up for sale on eBay by a man in, named Kevin Manis in 2001. It was September 2001. So he put that up, and then it eventually was sold to a student, um, and then it was sold to a director of a museum, mm, and then it was sold to Zach Bagans, who, if you don't know, is on uh, Ghost Adventures. And, yeah, so he owns it now, <laughs> or this one's certain one I'm talking about. But anyway, so Kevin, um, the guy who originally sold this thing, he uh, bought the cabinet or the box, whatever you want to call it. Was uh, He got it from the state sale for a woman that originally um, was from Poland, but she had died at the age of 103. And her granddaughter was like, okay, we're going to have a sale of everything because you don't, like, just to get rid of everything. Um, he wanted it, but then he didn't want to take it because he didn't know if it was sentimental value, but the granddaughter was like, no, just take it. It's fine. She just kept it locked up. Well, so he took it to his shop and he put it in the basement of his shop. One day he got a, he went to, he went on an errand and then a frantic, uh, employee called him saying someone was in his shop, um, swearing and throwing things and smashing things. So he went down there, the lights in the shop, um... Uh, the lights in the shop had been broken. The room was in the room had stenched of cat urine. Ugh. So and cat urine smells. Yeah, it so stinks. Bad. It's nasty. Ugh. So he went down there and it was nasty. Um, that employee that witnessed all that left and he's like he was like no. Yeah, he I wouldn't have went up, back was like, Bye. <laughs> Um. Well, after that, he didn't realize that it was the box, and he was like, whatever. So he cleaned up the box, and he gave it to his mom as a present. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, but then he got a call from an employee again saying, hey, something's wrong with your mom. You don't want to go check her out. So she, he did, and when he got to the house where his mom was, his mom was just sitting in a chair, expressionless, crying, and she was not responsive. Okay, so they call an ambulance, get her to a hospital, and apparently she had a stroke, and she couldn't talk. She used a spell board, like I get, um, I guess it's like a thing to help you be able to spell if you literally can't talk. So they used that, and she uh, spelled out the words, or she spelled out the uh, thing. She said, no gift, talking about the box that his, her son gave her, and she put a uh, hate gift. Uh. And, yeah. So after that, he didn't think about it. He gave the box to his sister. Um, who gave it back within a week. Then he gave it to his brother. Then the <laughs> brother gave it to his wife. 
and they kept it for about three days, and then they returned it. The brother sm said it smelled like jasmine flowers, and the wife said it smelled of cat urine. Well, then, he also had given it to his girlfriend at one point, and um, the girlfriend was like, just sell it. I don't want it. I don't. Just sell it. So, they sold it to a middle-aged couple. Three days later, the box was on their doorstep saying, this is a bad darkness. And God. so then from there, he had taken it home and he started getting these nightmares of like being attacked in his sleep. And while the girlfriend had the box, she had the same dreams too. Um, he'd wake up getting bruises and marks on his body. Um, and then whenever like his sister or brother or his or like wife or whatever spent the night, they all had the same dream. Wow. Um, so then he... Um, began sh seeing sh shadow creatures or shadow people in his house, and the visitors or whoever was at the house started seeing them too. <laughs> so, <laughs> after that, he put the box in the uh, storage shed outside. That I don't know why you have stored like smoke alarms in your shed, but this guy did, and they started going off. He went there, like to the storage shed in the back. There was no smoke, so I don't know what was set them off. That's okay. strange. So then he started looking up the info about the box that night. He fell asleep on the computer and woke up, and he was smelling the jasmine flower smell. And then he felt someone on the back of his neck, and then he turned around and no one was there. Uh, see, man, screw them boxes. So then he put it on eBay, and that's when like it went through like five owners, and then Zach got a hold of it, and that's who has it now. But he has it in his museum. And in order for you to see it, you have to sign a waiver. <laughs> yeah, because something might latch on to you there. Yeah. You can't uh, see it without getting a waiver signed. Yeah, I don't think it'd be uh, worth seeing that box. Uh, that that wouldn't be that important to me. No, I would not. I would be like, um, uh, sorry guys, but uh, no pickle for you. Yeah. All right, well, um, that's the end. I hope you guys enjoyed our first week of December. Yeah, um, I know. This year's going by fast as hell. That's what me and Lexi were talking about. We was like, we just can't believe how fast it's going. I know. But um, make sure to check out our YouTube and our Facebook and yes. our Instagram. Thank you guys again for a 1,000 downloads. I know it's like a week or two weeks pretty much ahead, and you'll be hearing this. But thank you. Um, and keep it up, and we... Remember, we're on Spotify, Stitcher. We're on so much, it's hard to even get Yeah, it. we're on everything now. iHeart, Amazon, pretty much everything. Like she said, YouTube, Anchor. We're yeah. on everything. But, uh, yeah, make sure to keep on checking our stuff out and downloading it and liking oh, it and man. subscribing. And we just, we love the love, the, we love the uh, response we're getting. We like everybody liking our stuff. And uh, just keep on listening, guys, and... Uh, just uh, keep up the good work, guys. We appreciate it. We do it for you guys because that's why we like doing it. Yeah. Well, thank you. Hope and you if, guys. And uh, if you've been listening to this, you've been listening to Ghost Stories Told from the South. I am your host, Stephen LeBooth. <laughs> this is my co-host, Lexi LeBooth. Haha, <laughs> Mary. See you later, guys. I hope you have a lot of fun. Ho, 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 Krampus. It might come see you if you're a bad boy. Remember that. <laughs>